Talk 1041. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Go ahead. Take one of each if you want to. We are broadcasting live from Scramblers. It's the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. And it is the annual Nick's Favorite Things Day, sponsored by Foreman Mechanical Heating and Air. Uh, we're going to spend the day hitting some local area businesses, checking in with you both on air and through Facebook Live, and uh, and bring you you know just some different ideas at each of these local businesses uh, that. Uh, might help inspire you in terms of Christmas gifts that hard to uh, buy for a person, or maybe they're not hard to buy for, but you just you know you want something a little bit different uh, just for him. ABC Books, Quick Draw Gun in Monette, Ming Auto Beauty Center, some of the places that we'll be stopping today. We're gonna have lunch at the Aviary Cafe, and then our Christmas party happy hour at Retro Metro from four to six. We hope that you all. Come out and join us for our KSGF uh, Christmas party tonight, or this late afternoon. And a big thank you to uh, Corwin and uh, uh, Corwin Springfield Republic for providing transportation for us today. And uh, we've got all the information, of course, KSGF.com, along with info for Santa's Angels. We'll talk about that more. And you're really going to hear us talk a lot about that uh, in the upcoming week as we do what we can to get those kids adopted out as best as possible. Well, Kanye West finally got himself booted off Twitter. He seems to have no place to go any longer. I, I had forgotten that he evidently was in talks to purchase Parlor, but there was a mutual agreement, uh, according to reports on both sides, that that's no longer going to happen. And I, the the Musk is saying that I tried as hard as I could, but I finally got to boot him off because he violated the uh, the the standards of inciting violence, and this is because of a symbol that he posted of. Uh, I didn't see it, but it's described as sort of a combination of the Star of David and a swastika, uh, announcing that that's what he is going to use as the symbol for his presidential run. And he was on uh, Alex Jones yesterday saying a bunch of other uh, things about the Jewish people and so forth. And I want to talk about, and I'm going to give you why I think Elon Musk banning him is not a good thing. Okay, so we'll explore that here. Coming up in just a couple of moments, Tom Martz will join us as well in the 7 o'clock hour. Right now, Jason Rima with the latest news update. Springfield police are looking for a gunman who fired a shot through a home in the 1200 block of West Livingston last night, leaving one man hurt. He's in stable condition. Police say multiple shell casings were found in the 2600 block of North Johnston. That's in the cul-de-sac of the victim's home. The deaths of a man and woman this week at a home near Miller have been ruled a murder-suicide. The Lawrence County Sheriff says 43-year-old Linda Kennedy from Chautauqua, Kansas, shot and killed 55-year-old Caleb Kingsley while he was asleep. She then shot herself. An autopsy shows no signs of trauma to a man found dead inside a burning home in Monette. Fire crews found the man in the basement of that home this week in the 400 block of 2nd Street. Investigators say the man suffered smoke inhalation. Green County health officials say they're concerned after a record number of flu cases were reported last month. The Springfield Green County Health Department says nearly 900 cases of the flu were reported. Those, that's the most flu cases in November in 20 years. Unfortunately, flu is unpredictable. Uh, so we, at this point, we don't know if we're at the peak of illness 
um, or if we're just at the beginning of a historic flu season. Kendra Finley is the administrator of communicable diseases for the health department. Because of the surge in pediatric patients, kids 14 and under are no longer allowed to visit people in the hospital. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk, 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. There is a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight. Otherwise, it's going to be a mostly cloudy day. I have 62. Slight chance of rain tonight down to 28. Mostly sunny, 43 tomorrow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high of 47. we got Ryan, A1 Custom Car Care, with us this morning. Hello, sir. Good morning, sir. Uh, what's going on, man? Oh, it's just a windy, blustery Winnie the Pooh day today, yeah, I guess. that it is. Yeah. That it is. So, speaking of windy mm, air, yeah, moving, wind. things like that, uh, this is that season where you start to hear funny sounds coming from under the vehicle, and we get, mm. you know, you get the you get the steam out of the tailpipe, oh, okay, yeah, and then sure, all of a sudden sure. you're like, hey, why is there weird, you know, steam coming out from right, like under the middle right. of my car? Yeah, and, and some vehicles you think, well, they don't have it. Why don't they? Why yeah, do I? Yeah. And, and you you get that that weird. When you start it up, or maybe mm-hmm. it sounds like ticking, this is the season where exhaust leaks start okay. to make okay. themselves heard. Okay. And it's because everything is colder when you start the car, so it's all much more contracted. If there are gaps in anything or cracks or holes in anything, when you start it up, you get a lot more of that air moving out of it. And I say this because it's important to remember that that exhaust gas, that's not stuff you want to breathe. You know, we're not going down there sniffing tailpipes. Right. You don't want that getting in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, anymore. Some of us in our wilder days. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating it. There, there have been people who have gotten very sick. Mm-hmm. There have been people who have died. And it's because in this season, we have a tendency to sit in the car. We mm-hmm. want to keep it warm. We take our time. And you get exposed to those fumes. And so it's important to pay attention to those signs. Now, are these fumes you can smell? Sometimes. Sometimes, but sometimes not. Yeah. Got it. Um, carbon monoxide, mm-hmm. you cannot smell right. it. So what are symptoms? If somebody starts to feel, what, what symptoms should they go, uh-oh, this seems like... Maybe there's a, a leak. If you're starting to notice that, you know, when you're driving the vehicle, you're getting headaches, you have kind of a tension in your head, um, you know, if it's something where you're starting to feel loopy, um, maybe even sometimes like a, a euphoric right. feeling, um, a lot of times that indicates you're kind of getting towards the hypoxia side of things. Okay. Um, the other thing would be, obviously, if you are getting kind of dizzy, mm-hmm. um, maybe feeling even kind of numb, um, those sort of things. Blacking out while driving. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be the extreme, and yeah. you would have to ignore some pretty significant mm-hmm. oh, symptoms okay. to, to get to that. And point. so in terms of the vehicle itself, uh, outside of that, it is seeing what looks like, because I think a lot of people are like, well, it's cold, and so, yeah, you're going to see... Uh, just like when you blow, yeah, uh, you're gonna. So, is it, but is that a sign of something wrong or no? Or if you're seeing be? it out of the tailpipe uh-huh. itself, you know, out of the actual rear yeah. of the vehicle, uh-huh. no. Okay. If you're seeing amounts of it that look like, you know, you know how smoke does. Uh-huh. If it gets trapped, right, okay. and then it looks like, you know, maybe there's some of it coming out from under okay. weird parts of the car. Got it. That's when you, hey, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's that weird noise. A lot and of times you're going to yeah. hear it too. And this so. is one of those things that, uh, if I understand correctly, you should not ignore. Correct. Okay. All Correct. right. I just want to make sure we got it. Ryan, as always, it's great to see you.
Good to see you, too. All right. A1 Custom Car Care, all of their locations you can find under Nick's endorsements at KSGF.com. Coming up, Elon Musk booting Kanye West is a good idea. I'm going to say no, and I'll tell you why. Coming up from Scramblers, sponsored by Affordable Towing, the Friday Road Show. I'm Nick Reed, now traffic. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Why you ever chose me? Springfield's Talk 1041. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick Reed. Reed. Elon Musk gives Kanye West the boot from Twitter over offensive posts. Quote, I tried my best. Newly minted Twitter CEO Elon Musk booted Kanye, form, uh, yay, formerly known as Kanye West, from Twitter uh, for 12 hours. 12 hours. <laughs> Time out. Sit in the corner. After the rapper posted a series of controversial tweets, final straw came when Kanye posted a picture that appeared to be a Nazi swastika inside a Star of David, which, of course, is the religious symbol of Judaism, the Nazi, or the swastika being the symbolism of uh, uh, socialism in Germany. And he indicated that it would be used as the logo for his 2024 presidential campaign. Musk wrote in response to the tweet, uh, I tried my best, despite that he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended. Al, let, let's just let's talk about this a bit. It, this, to me, runs counter to the narrative that Elon Musk is restoring free speech. Because th- this has been the the narrative as to why it is that the left doesn't like Elon Musk is because he supports free speech. Well, this isn't exactly a supporting a free speech. Many people, of course, will say, well, this doesn't count because it's hateful. Isn't that what the left always says? I mean, is that not their justification that the rhetoric is hate-filled, the rhetoric is um, uh, dangerous, the the rhetoric could incite violence? That is the justification that is always given by the left. In a free speech society, you are allowed to say things that are unpopular. You are allowed to say things that are repugnant. You are allowed to say things that are offensive. Now, some people say, well, do you draw no line at all? I do believe that you can successfully draw lines that are black and white in terms of if somebody is uh, is in- encouraging people to do something illegal. You know, for example, if someone on social media is encouraging people to murder someone or assassinate the president or they are posting child pornography, which in and of itself is illegal, those are illegal acts. You know, these are things that you cannot do. They are illegal. When, however, you begin banning people from a platform because what they say is offensive or it is something that is declared uh, incitement to violence, well... That's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? 
That's just that is a matter of opinion. So, for example, whatever the symbol is, you know, as it's described, uh, a Nazi swastika inside a Star of David, that doesn't in any way, shape, does that make you feel like going out and committing violence? I mean, does it? Doesn't me. Now, some will argue, well, it could certainly make someone. Well, anything that Obama tweets could make somebody so angry. Um, you know, that they decide to go out and kill someone. I mean, you, you, you can pin or declare anything that anyone says. I Look at Hinckley shot Reagan because of Jodie Foster and, and the movies she were in. I mean, is that her fault? No, it's not her fault. And so... What unfortunately is happening here is it is still a person in charge of Twitter who is banning people because of saying things that he deems to be offensive or a danger to others. It's just a different perspective. It's different management. It's it's a different political perspective. And unfortunately, what happens, and this is where a lot of times people who support the idea of a free exchange of ideas and so forth uh, find themselves sort of uh, slinking away, is because when you, if you take the position that, no, as long as it's not a violation of the law, again, child pornography or inciting people to uh, break a law like uh, burn down a building or assassinate the president, And you say, you know, well, we should just allow people to speak their minds, no matter how absurd or offensive it is. They say, oh, so you think the Nazis should be allowed? It doesn't matter what my opinion, and I've I've heard this argument. People say, well, I believe in free speech, but there's no place in our society for Holocaust deniers. Well, then where does it stop? Once again, what we have here are certain people who are in charge and who are making these determinations as to what is acceptable and unacceptable within legal speech. Now, of course, it is a private entity. And Elon Musk has the absolute right to do this. But we can't argue that he is a champion of free speech or that all he's trying to do is protect free speech when he is also now banning people because they are saying things that could quote incite violence and that is the exact same rationale that's used by the left hell i'm one of these people i'm not afraid of what kanye west has to say I don't have a problem with the fact that he wants to say it. I, I don't even have really a problem with him saying these things. I don't listen to him, I, you know. But, it, again, this is my approach. You don't give these people more attention. And if you want to engage with someone who has absurd ideas, then you should be allowed to do it. You know, the ironic component to this is by denying somebody like Kanye West of of uh, you know, putting out all sorts of thoughts and theories uh, is it also denies what I would consider to be more clear thinking, logical people, the ability to counter what it is that he's saying. 
all we know is is you know we're, we're we're told well he says these bad things and so people who make these arguments should not be heard well then how is it if if we don't have the discussion if we don't allow people like that to say here are my thoughts and then that allows us to counter it and explain it how is it that we are supposed to become a more enlightened society this is actually one of the very reasons that the founders recognized the the massive not just significance but necessity of having free speech because the way that you have a an intellectual society that is educated is to to allow those who have these sorts of thoughts to present them. That way, the more reasoned people can say to those who may not really know one way or another, no, 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 they're wrong and here's why. And you win the day through presenting your argument. Some will say, but, you know, I mean, surely there there will still be some people who side with him and who believe him, and and then that's going to build a base of people who have thoughts with which we don't agree. I can all but guarantee you that the if the goal here is to make sure that people don't hear what Kanye West says because we don't want Kanye West to have a support base, this is going to give him a much more significant support base than allowing him to go out there, give his thoughts, and then have other people explain why those thoughts are wrong. This is actually going to run counter to the goal, the desire. People, we tell ourselves those thoughts are bad. I mean, you want to build strength in any sort of belief system, you try to run it underground. Instead of exposing it. What is it? Is it the, the Washington Post, you know, democracy dies in darkness? The idea is that if the things that are going on, if we don't bring them to light, let people see them and explain why it is that they're wrong, then, then you know, we, we go awry, things go wrong. Uh, and, and that's their entire mantra, their entire approach. Democracy dies in darkness. Yet here... They want to drive certain people and thoughts underground. And that's where they grow. That's where they breed. Because you aren't then allowing it to be on stage where others can say, no, 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 here's why that's wrong. Frankly, when you have somebody like Kanye West that goes on Alex Jones and he says, you know, well, I mean, yeah, sure, Hitler did some bad things, but he did some good things too. I want to hear what he has to say. And and this is me as a genuinely curious person, not because I think, well, maybe he's right. But I'm just, I'm curious about somebody who says that. And, and to be able to discuss that and explain why it is that I think that's wrong. And then have an audience to hear that. To, because, you know, my thought is that the, the, that sort of discussion, if you have people that are like, you know, I kind of agree with him, but then they are also able to hear the counter argument. And there's a really good chance that if you present the more intellectual argument, the one based in fact, that you'll actually win some of those people over. But when you drive it underground, when you instead say, no, we're not going to give you a platform in which people can have this discussion, you lose the opportunity to win some of those people over.
going to take a quick break more from Scramblers this morning. Friday Road Show sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Great folks. One of the things about Floors Plus, I've mentioned before, but I think it bears mentioning again. Several years ago, uh, when I first met Rob, owner of Floors Plus, and, and they knew that they wanted to do something with us, but at the same time, they did not want to to start having uh, you all come into their stores, find the flooring that you want, and then book installations and then him not have crews that were qualified enough to provide the level of service that he requests. There were plenty of people that were coming in wanting jobs. I, I was there one day when one of those people walked in off the street and he's like that in, after they had left, he said, that's just not how we do it. And so he was very adamant that we do not want to start advertising until we have quality crews, no matter how long it t- takes. And it took a couple years to where he was able to guarantee that level of service. So it wasn't about volume. It wasn't about just bringing revenue in as quickly as possible. It was about building that foundation. And I think that says a lot. It's why I had him do my floors along with the you know their their knowledge base is is just incredible, and they do have zero percent financing for twelve months right now. So something for you to think about as uh, as we get into the holiday seasons. That is Floors Plus, Nixa, and Springfield. Their info under Nixa endorsements. We've got a traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. Wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, a high of 62. Slight chance of rain tonight, low of 28. Mostly sunny, 43 tomorrow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high of 47. You know, I I know everyone's got a, a different approach to things. I, I don't only dis... dis what's, uh, I, I don't only not fear offensive speech. I like that it exists in the sense that I've always been one, even as a kid. I liked puzzles. I liked, um, you know, putting things together. Even today, you know, you'll purchase something and they're like, oh, free assembly. I'm like, no, 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 it's all right. I, I just enjoy doing that sort of thing. And to me, people's thoughts are oftentimes puzzles and their arguments they make you know you kind of deconstruct them and then look at it and and explain oh well here's where you're wrong because of this and this and this and so forth and so i've I've just always enjoyed these sorts of discussions and and I, i think it's a shame that a country that largely was built on the understanding that in order to advance in order to become more evolved you have to allow people to have these discussions you have to allow even people with absurd thoughts that are offensive to people to share those because that's the only way that you eventually um you know as best as possible minimize their impact on society because you bring them to light whether it's Kanye West trying to explain why it is that uh, he thinks that uh, Hitler was 
uh, good in some aspects. I, I, you know, I, I'd like to hear why he thinks that and then have a discussion and explain why I think he's wrong. You know, I, I think that these things are important because how else are we supposed to know that he's wrong without hearing his perspective and then explaining it? Now, some people say, well, because we just know. But we, we've an advanced society, an evolved society can explain why it is that somebody's wrong instead of, you know... And, and here's what I think is probably said. You could take some of the worst people in the world that people just recognize are wrong, like fascism for. Okay, let's just say as an ideology. We hear this thrown around a lot. The president of the United States accusing tens of millions of people of being semi-fascist. And that is a term, semi-fascist or fascist, that is used by segments of the population in order to demonize people like Trump and otherwise. But if you ask them, what is fascism? They don't even know. All they know is that they've been told that it's bad. And so they assign that label to people that they don't like because it's bad, they're bad, so they must go together. But they can't even tell you. I don't think... Some people... See, some people believe, and I understand this belief, that we are a better society if people just understand, for example, Hitler's bad. They don't need to know why. We could just move on from that. But to me, it's like the difference in having some sort of tree where the roots aren't even really in the ground versus having the roots go real deep. And if you under, if you can explain why somebody is bad or something is bad, uh, that means that the roots are deep and you can have that firm foundation and you have an understanding of it. That That's why we should have these discussions. It's like how things work. That's that's how you evolve. That's how you grow. That's how you survive. Now, at the same time, and, and I, I think because we don't do that any longer and because, sadly, the university system in our country is the one that's training people not to do that, while they are, these are the places that should be teaching us how to do it, some of the people that will demand that someone like Kanye West be banned from the public square because he talks about Hitler did some good things too, are the same people that will proudly wear Che Guevara shirts without even understanding the hypocrisy in that. Because, again, they're not taught what to think. They're not taught to understand their own thoughts. They're just told, here's what you're supposed to believe if you're a good person, and they accept that. While Che Guevara was not uh, ever in a position of power to where he could cause this sort of damage on the scope that Hitler did, he was just as evil. I mean, this is a guy that threw homosexuals in, in concentration camps, in work camps, executed homosexuals, executed artists, executed those that weren't in his vision, the sort you know, not really a master race, but people that had Down syndrome, people that had mental disabilities. He believed that they weren't, um, you know, uh, uh, they, they didn't meet the standards of humanity. He'd have them executed. He was extremely racist, thought black people were just some of the most deplorable, disgusting human beings on earth. He didn't even see them as human beings. Yet you see college campuses that proudly don his image. 
ideologically, that guy was on par with Hitler in terms of his belief about what, you know, that certain people should survive, certain others shouldn't, that there's a certain caliper of a, you know, person that should be allowed to exist, that, that people like him in power should have the right to put people in camps. And in fact, he did that. Again, it was a much smaller scale than Hitler. How is it, as a society, we say somebody like Kanye West should be banned from social media because he talks about Hitler did some good things, but people who say Che Guevara was a hero are college professors. Now, I think, again, what's unfortunate is that's the sort of discussion that a lot of people would demand be banned from social media. Because, well, you're saying Hitler was good? Of course not. I'm not even saying Kanye West is good. It's not, it has nothing to do with agree or disagree. It's about thinking about things. They're, they're puzzles, intellectual puzzles, and having these discussions. And that, again, is how I believe you become a more enlightened society. Because when you have those discussions, do you know how many people that worship somebody evil like Che Guevara don't even understand what he was really about. But if you're allowed to have these discussions, we become a better society because a significant portion of the population, once educated on those things and they hear these arguments, are going to go, wow, I had no idea that Che Guevara was a racist that would round up people he suspected of being homosexuals and execute them. How many times... Uh, do you hear either on a college campus or on you know it, w- any sort of platform? People talk about well, sure, maybe Stalin went about things the wrong way or Mao, but their goals were good. You know their 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 uh, their ultimate uh, uh, goal was noble because they were striving for equality, especially Mao. These people are just as evil as Hitler. You know, the reason that Hitler is is accepted as a personification of evil is because there are visuals of his victims. We all have seen them. We all going through school, elementary school, saw the, the horrific footage of the absolute evil of the, the socialists in Germany under Adolf Hitler. Just the sort of thing, just the evil is the only word used to describe it. We don't have those sort of images uh, from uh, Mao or from Stalin or some of the other people that are on par. North Korea is another example. Um, You know, we, we just don't have those images to see to be horrified. That combined with the fact we're somewhat more desensitized than we were uh, <laughs> several decades ago. But but fact of the matter is, we live in a society where other people, other leaders, who are just as deplorable, just as evil as Hitler, are defended all the time, or are told, or or we're told, and and some of of us, some of our family members, have sat in classrooms and been taught by professors that well, there were some mistakes made and so forth, but you have to understand they had a greater goal in mind, rationalizing these people. 
So how is it that they're not, they don't lose their jobs? How is it that they don't get banned from the social square? How is it that they don't kick, get kicked off of Twitter? Much of it is because we have gotten to the point in our society where we no longer allow ourselves to have these uncomfortable conversations. And so we get to the point where there isn't any reason. Oftentimes, when I, when I put forth a somewhat rhetorical question as to why is it okay to defend certain components of Stalin or Mao or Che Guevara but not Hitler, many people can't even answer the question because we have lost the exercise of intellectual thought. And that is never good. That is the backsliding of a society, and that is what we are watching before us today. Live from Scramblers, the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. American Transmissions, talk a text line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447 KSGF. Oh, we have some Mannheim Steamroller stuff, uh, little Christmas gifts for you today if you want to come by. Mannheim Steamroller 3040. Uh, this is a, a CD of theirs, 16 tracks. And we also have something that they give us every year to pass along to you. It's Mannheim Steamroller Cinnamon Hot Chocolate. So what do you ha- what? Is it good? Oh, yeah. I've given that before as like a, a Christmas gift. Ah, yeah. It is really, really good. Nice. One of our coworkers actually takes that every year and puts it in her coffee. Did not know that. Yeah. Fun fact of the day. I imagine that some liqueurs would pair nicely with it. Maybe some Baileys or I don't know what else. Baileys, maybe. Possibly. Straight up whiskey. <laughs> Make your own homemade fireball yeah. with it. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you want, we've got several of them that, uh, thanks to Mannheim Steamroller, you want to come by and uh, grab a CD, grab a canister of the cinnamon hot chocolate, just feel free to do so. It's as easy as that. Merry Christmas. Hakeem Jeffries, uh, election denier, the House Democrats' new leader, said that Tara Reid's Biden accusation should be investigated seriously. This is... The the gal who worked for Biden when he was a senator and had alleged that he, he forcibly, violently sexually assaulted her. Of course, he's a Democrat, so you can't believe her. Uh, she's out of her mind. Uh, and you, so you may be surprised that the, the House Dems' new leader, um, uh, election denier Hakeem Jeffries, is saying this. Actually, uh, scratch that. He said that. This was in the past, back in 2020. He broke with his party to lend credibility to the claims made by Reid, the former Biden staffer who accused Biden of cornering her in a Senate office in 1993, sexually assaulting her. I'm not going to go into the details of, although she has in, in the past, but it's just it's too graphic um, to to explain over the air. And it's unnecessary, frankly. But at the time, Jeffries told WNYC, quote, it's got to be taken seriously because this is a serious allegation raised by a serious individual and needs to be investigated seriously. We've probably got to hear from him at some point directly. 
He said, I'm not really in a position to say what is the appropriate mechanism, although this needs to be taken seriously. Reed is one of eight women who came forward in 2019 to accuse Biden of inappropriate touching. Oh, you didn't know that many people? That's really interesting, isn't it? It's almost as if the media has covered it up. Of course, top Democrats downplayed the allegations because he's a Democrat, and if you uh, are somebody that sexually is sexually assaulted by a Democrat or just uh, alleges that you are, you are not to be believed, you're not credible, uh, statute of limitations have passed. Listen, I said with the nomination of Biden, the Me Too movement is dead and over, and, and this is evidence of it. I will also, here's something else that, we really truly care about predators in power. I think there needs to be a real look into the situation in which a Secret Service agent was reprimanded for assaulting then-Vice President Joe Biden and as to why that happened. Now, of course, I've talked about this for several years. The not very well-kept secret, but it's sort of one of those secrets that, you know, the, the media, of course, never talks about, is that at an event, Joe Biden got handsy with the is either wife or girlfriend of a Secret Service agent, and he assaulted Biden, attacked him. And that Secret Service agent was reprimanded. There was an investigation. This was one of those deals that everyone knew it happened, but nobody talks about. It's not the sort of thing you can keep secret, especially when this was the rock and the hard place they were in between, is you don't want it to get out that this happened, but at the same time, you can't allow a Secret Service agent to physically attack the President of the United States, so you have to reprimand them. But if you reprimand them, that's part of the public record, and then people will find out why he was reprimanded. So rock and a hard place. Judicial Watch, several years ago, did an open records request, Freedom of Information Act, on the investigation into the Secret Service agent. And the Secret Service said, oops, daisies, we don't, we no longer have the paperwork on that investigation. They didn't deny that it occurred. In fact, they acknowledged it did by saying, oh, yeah, there was an investigation, there was paperwork, but it was normal house cleaning stuff. You know, it was dope. So we just were clearing out files and we threw that one away. So I don't know about you, but it seems to me as if not even so much. All right, so it's another. Sexual assault victim. That's how we're treating her. Ah, no big deal. So what? It happens all the time. That that is that's the approach that we're taking with Tara Reid. But I think perhaps what should be investigated is why is it that the Secret Service destroyed the investigation into, and not just the investigation, but how the Secret Service agent was reprimanded for attacking Biden when he was vice president during the Obama administration, and, and you know, is this a cover up? Is it covering up for, I mean, do we, do we have an actual Secret Service situation where they cover up for the president sexually assaulting someone? And I, you know, I, the answer obviously is going to be no. We don't want to know about that. We're not going to look into that because, as I mentioned, once Biden got elected president, the Me Too movement was over. 
Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. We got a happy hour tonight. Happy hour. It's our happy hour slash KSGF Christmas party. We want you to come join us. It's also wrapping up uh, Nick's favorite things, which is sponsored by him. Foreman Mechanical Heating and Air, kicking it off here at Scramblers. And uh, we're going to spend the day hitting some area businesses. Quick Draw Gun, Monat, ABC Books uh, in Springfield, as well as Ming Auto Beauty Center, just for him, and present you with a number of different gift item ideas. Uh, you know, Shop Local's a big deal, and, uh, of course, uh, the local businesses uh, oftentimes hurt more than anyone during the government reaction to uh, COVID, and so it makes a big difference, and um, and it's one of the reasons that we do this. So we do highlight some of the local businesses, and hopefully give you some ideas. Uh, we're going to be stopping for lunch at Aviary Cafe, uh, Corwin Ford, Springfield Republic. They are providing transportation. Uh, we'll chat with them a little bit later in the, the day after the show, actually. And we're going to be doing Facebook Lives from these locations. And then the big wrap-up, our KSGF Christmas party with you, Retro Metro on Republic Road and Cox. Republic and Cox. That's across the street from the Price Cutter and uh, Thai Express and and uh, you know, give you sort of some benchmarks there to know where it is. And the cool thing is every one of the locations we go to, the different gift idea that they highlight, we're going to have that gift uh, and uh, have them all together. And one of you who joins us tonight uh, will win all of them. Okay, so that's a cool deal, too, a little fun incentive. That is 4 to 6 this afternoon at Retro Metro. News coming up in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.